Alright, you guys, welcome! This is an all new episode of Into the Aaronverse. I hope you stargazers and dream chasers are doing alright. I hope your Memorial Day was good. Well, I want to first start this episode off by saying congratulations to a special little lady named Maddie Stevenson. She recently made the Deer Park Deer Dance Team. But, excuse me while I eat some gum here real quick. She is also doing a fundraiser in which 40% of the proceeds from BoomSupply.com will go directly to them for their uh, uh, dance attire for their recitals. And judging from this uh website they have nice looking casserole bags book bags cups anything you name it I mean anything you name but the kitchen sink wow wow so, check out HTTPS www.boonsupply.com backslash collections backslash 608592-deer-park-dance-team. And you have to enter that exact address in order to make sure that your purchase and a portion of the proceeds go directly to the Deer Park Dance Team. And again, Maddie, I hope your dad and mom and you are listening. Congratulations. You deserve it. And I hope some of the fellow Versaholics get to see you out there on the football field this fall performing with the rest of your uh, fellow dancers. Um, now to dance out of the way, sports this past week took and even though it was long awaited, let's just say it took an interesting turn. Because it went from the iRacing via the video game 
to 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 basically the the live um, to uh, basically the the live racing. Now, if you're watching the NASCAR Cup Series on FS1, the Allsco Uniforms 500 is in lap 30 of 208. That is a three-stage race. And the current leader is Joey Logano, followed by Ryan Blaney, Matt De, Matt De Benedetto, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, Michael McDowell, Austin Dillon, I'm sorry, the 22 of Joey Logano, the 12 of Ryan Blaney, the 21 of Matt DiBenedetto, Kurt Busch in the 1 Chevy, Alex Bowman in the number 88, Michael McDowell in the number 34, Austin Dillon in the number 3 Chevy of Richard Childress, number the number four in Kevin Harvick is eighth place. Christopher Bell in the number 95 Dodge. And to round out the top ten, Tyler Reddick. Now, if you go on NASCAR.com, you can... And if your connection is strong enough, you can possibly see the in-car cameras of Brian Blaine, uh, Austin Dillon, Ryan Newman, Ty Dillon, and of course the leader, Joey Logano. Give me one second here. Now, if you're keeping up with the top ten in the cup standings, Kevin Harvick in the number four, Joey Logano in the number 22, the number 88 of Alex Bowman, number four, the number four spot in the standings belong to Chase Elliott and the number 19. Number two and the number two uh, Miller car and Brad Keselowski. Number six 
belongs to the number 19 furniture row, I, I believe. Feel free to give me, uh, to correct me in my social as to what the sponsor of the number two and the number 19 cars are. Anyway, the rest of the top 10 are as follows. The number 12 Ford of Ryan Blaney, the 11 and 18 Toyotas of Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch respectively, and to round out the top 10, Arc Almirola. Now, due to COVID-19, the playoffs have taken a bit of an interesting turn. So, check out NASCAR.com for the rules for the playoffs. Now, I know I'm not trying to um, I know I'm not trying to um, turn this show into a political episode, but um, there was something I'm pretty sure you guys are all aware of that happened in Minneapolis. Um, watching the end of that footage, um, it, it was truly heartbreaking, and I know the Floyd family is listening. The team and I, we grieve with you. And we pray for you. And to the four officers who were recently let go from their job because of this, you got justice coming, boys. And it's coming fast like a freight train. On the lighter side of things, there are several Hollywood movies that have resumed production, such as the new Avatar films, the new Avatar film, uh, which began filming again in New Zealand. And give me until next week to find the link that shows the cast that was on the surface in New Zealand for some motion capture work, which includes returning stars Zoe Saldana and Sam Worthington. I promise you guys I will have the link to that page 
where you can see the behind the scenes look of the new Avatar film. And you also get to see some of the futuristic ships that are going to be used in the movie as well. Another film that is safe to say that it is resuming uh, filming is The Batman. Now, as I said in last week's episode, uh, or it might have been the week before, I'm not really sure. Anyway, uh, The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, which stars Robert Pattinson, and I know a lot of people are not too keen on seeing him as Batman because they're not a fan, and everybody is entitled to their own opinion. But you, excuse me, you may never know until you see the film. And that film, if I remember correctly from the teaser of the plot, it follows material from the long Halloween graphic novel where Bruce Wayne ventures into the underworld of Gotham and comes face to face with six of his alter egos well known and I could say favorite characters joining him in the movie is Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth, Jeffrey Wright from the Hunger Games films as Commissioner Gordon, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone, Zoe Kravitz will be Catwoman, and a little fact about Zoe Kravitz getting the role of Catwoman, she was praised by Michelle Pfeiffer herself, saying that she's going to do a good job. Now, Colin Farrell will play Oswald Cobblepot, better known as the Penguin. And during an interview that Colin gave after he shot one of his scenes he said that his inspiration was um, Burgess Meredith of the 1960s Batman series with Adam West and Burt Ward. Now that is pretty cool. And the Riddler will be played by Love and Mercy star uh, Paul Dano. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. What is love and mercy? Well, love and mercy is a biopic about the rise and fall of the Beach Boys and then the rise and fall of one of its members, Brian Wilson. Now, I'd be interested to know who Paul Dano's inspiration for his character would be. Whether it be a new take on the character or what, I don't know. Stay tuned to your nearest theater as the Batman gets ready to roar onto movie screens in 2021. Have you heard the news? I don't know, and I'm still waiting con to confirm this, but Superman Henry Cavill is coming back to the DCEU, or Detective Comics Expanded Universe. Per that article, Again, which I am still trying to confirm. Henry Cavill's contract will, or rumored contract, will allow him to appear as Superman in multiple movies. What does that mean? Who knows? Coming up, I have a bit of a review for you on... Two shows that recently have caught mine and my wife's eye. This is into the Aaron verse. We thank you guys for listening to Into the Aaron verse. Be sure to catch me every week. Around this time on your favorite podcast provider. Now, I mentioned before the break that two awesome TV shows have caught my eye. And those two TV shows are DC Stargirl, where you can see it every Monday on DC Universe and every Tuesday at 8, 7 central on The CW. The series follows the precursor to the Justice League of America or JLA the Justice Society of America or JLA S.A. The main cast of the series includes Luke Wilson as Stripe, Joel McHale as Starman, Brett Basinger as Courtney, Amy Smart, and a whole host of others. I, I recently was caught up on both episodes via the CW app 
And the way it works with a show that premieres on Tuesday, just in case you want to download it, is the show premieres on TV, or the episode premieres on TV, and the next day you're able to watch it on the app. A little tip, just make sure you have a good, stable connection. Now, over on the Fox side is Ultimate Tag, hosted by TJ, Derek, and JJ Watt. This intense competition pits three men and three women against the pro taggers, or people who basically try to tag the competitors running around the arena. These pro taggers include Dynamite, Spitfire, The Flow, Horse, Caveman, Bulldog, and many more. You catch this series Wednesday on Fox, and I believe 8, 7 7 Central, or 9, 8 Central. Again, please feel free to correct me in the comments. But this series, you guys, it's like American Gladiators on steroids, but no Eliminator, no Assault. You have the regular tag where you have to last as long as you can to get points. And the one with, and the one who lasts the longest gets bonus points that will help them in the final event. Then you go to a new event that was featured in yesterday's episode where you get to play the tagger. You have... Um, I, I, I forget the name of the event, but... It's kind of a roll reverse. See, you run to the center of the arena. That's where the base is. And then once you press that sensor, you turn into a tag, uh, the tagger, for, I believe it's 20 or 30 seconds. And, and then, of course, you have the revenge tag, where all three competitors battle it out for final points. Then you have what's called the showdown that will earn you an advantage in the final event. And 
And here is where it gets interesting about the final event. Those sensors, you must try and keep them on. Every time a tagger tags you and takes one of those sensors off of your vest, it adds five seconds to your overall time. Which is one of the reasons why I like a competition like this. It is intense, it is off the hook, and it's ultimate tag. The white boys are doing an awesome job hosting it, and I hope to get them on to talk about future installments and a possible season two. I hope you're listening, JJ, Derek, and TJ. Uh, as far as this COVID mess is concerned, I hope you guys are taking care of yourself, practicing good hygiene. And speaking of good hygiene, one of the reasons why the wife and I are waiting to go to Disney World next year is that we're hoping that a lot of the restrictions that are in place for the park will loosen. Such as social distancing squads. Whoever heard of that? Rest assured, when the park opens in June, they will make their debut. And the only downside to it is no character greetings. I mean, no character meet and greets. But they got to wait until a lot of the restrictions left to bring them back. Anyway, a lot of cities in the U.S., a lot of states in the U.S., they're going through their phase reopening. And if you haven't been keeping up with the news, thanks... Texas starts its phase Texas starts phase two I believe it's next month which includes the opening of driver ed programs and food courts but at 25% capacity stay tuned to your local news source to see when it is safe for you to go out to a club to go get your hair did. All that good stuff. Now coming up in the AC perspective, I have some good news. And some bad news. 
bad news that concerns a diamond. To find out what that means and what I'm talking about, stay tuned. Welcome back once again to End of the Universe. Now, coming up in this segment is what I like to call the AC Perspective. It's where yours truly gives his take on the biggest happenings in sports. Tonight's edition is a rather unique one because it concerns the return of Major League Baseball. Now, I for one am shocked that all these players are... uh, Disappointed that they're possibly taking a pay cut. What can what can you do if you don't have uh, fans in the? St- fans in the stands. You cannot have fans in the stands in the middle of a pandemic like this. However, on the other hand, there are some players who support no fans in the stands because they're wanting to keep people like me, people like my wife, my father, my family who goes to these games They want to keep them healthy. They want to keep them safe. And rest assured that all these restrictions in the MLB, uh, they will will be lifted. But for the people that are disappointed in what they're proposing, Quite frankly, you don't have a choice in the matter. And you you think that fans write your paychecks? Technically we do, but it's also the sale of your jerseys, your hats, your cards how they're priced in the price guide. But give it a rest and give the fans what we want if it's not... I mean, if it's without fans. Because, quite frankly, I'm fine with just watching a game... On TV.
But with all the with all these people that are complaining, I, I just got one thing to say to you. Give it a freaking rest. And I I don't know if you guys have been following all these artists and celebrities that have these uh, all-in challenges on uh, But here's a couple of them that I would like to participate in, but I don't have the money. <laughs> One in particular comes from comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. He's proposing that he flies you and a guest if I remember this correctly, he f oh, let me rephrase that. You pick a city on his tour for next year. He will pick you up. He will invite you both to sound check and then before the end of the show, if I remember correctly, he will invite you up to tell one joke in front of 20,000 plus people. Now that's one that I would love to be a part of. Another one. Have you ever heard of becoming dino food? Well, case in point. Jurassic Park Dominion, which shut down its production due to the outbreak, uh, this one's courtesy of Chris Pratt, one of its stars. They will invite you and a guest to the film set in Australia, I believe. And you will get eaten by a CGI dinosaur. Now, I don't know if that'd be good for me or for the dinosaur. Rest assured, it's going to be fun. Another, as a matter of fact, Two more that have thrown their hat into the uh, into the all-in uh, challenge. Actor Stephen Amell has thrown his name into the all-in hat. They will fly you and a guest up. You and a guest up to knocking point. Wines in Walla Walla, Washington, and 
you'll get to tour the winery and have your own bottle made and approved. Now for the wine drinkers, I know that'd be something that you'd be interested in. And one last one is, I believe, uh, Thomas Rhett. Now, later on, bef before I sign off, I have an update regarding uh, uh, Artist Watch concerning Mr. Rhett. But Thomas Rhett, who's canceled his tour, um... Uh, <coughs> for 2020 has dropped his name into the all-in challenge and it is a barn burner. You and a guest will fly out to his um, show on his tour and he will give you the full VIP treatment. What that entails, you gotta check out the All In Challenge and search for Thomas Rhett because I don't know if it's still going on but check it out. Coming up Closing remarks, as well as a couple of new additions to Artist Watch. You're on into the Aaron verse. And again, thank you guys for um, listening to Into the Aaron verse. Whether you're near, whether you're far, whether you're abroad, thank you. Your listenership means a whole lot to me. And in social media, uh, on my Facebook in the group page give me a shout out and tell me where you're from you guys still with me? awesome final minutes of this show this week And I have a lot of interesting casting ideas that have been floated around. But first, Artist Watch. And due to the overwhelming response from last installment, I'm back with more. Now, for those of you who are or who have purchased tickets already to the upcoming uh, show with the Backstreet Boys, you guys will have to wait because the bands want all their fans screaming to the top of their lungs 
and as healthy as ever. But rest assured, um, you guys, the tickets that you purchase will be honored at next year's show or the rescheduled show. And as I said before concerning Thomas Rhett, his remaining 2020 shows have been canceled. And they will be rescheduled for a later point in his 2021 tour. Also, this was uh, courtesy of Billboard. Come. Carlos Santana's May 2020 dates at the House of Blues in Las Vegas have been canceled. Refunds are available at the point of purchase. Carlos Santana plans to continue his residency in Intimate Evening with Santana Greatest Hits Live September 16th through the 27th and November 4th through the 15th. Now for you business types, this is also courtesy of Billboard. The EAMC Board Officers Board of Directors and Planning Committee have announced they will reschedule the 2020 event and Arena Marketing Conference to June of next year. In lieu of the 2020 conference that was set to take place in June, EAMC will have EAMC at home starting, well, it's uh, technically it's already started uh, with a series of webinars. Also, this fall, uh, this fall, Reba McIntyre and Brooks and Dunn will continue their residency at, in Vegas, as well as Shania Twain. So stay tuned to their respective websites for uh, for more info. Last week, I announced that PeteCorielli.com and SebastianLive.com, the two uh, sites that belong to uh, comedian Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco, the two hosts of the Pete and Sebastian show, which their new episode drops today. Even though Pete was scheduled to tour four days ago, rumor has it is that the venues keep pushing him or keep pushing his return back. I do not know what that means. If they're rescheduling him when 
fans can return healthy or what, but I am on the case. Sebastian, however, I believe is still looking to tour. Unless things change, check SebastianLive.com for his tour dates and tickets. Now, I have been dying to send you a few fan-casted photos, which will be up on the group page. I know I need to start posting everything on the group page concerning... Brie Larson as Dark Captain Marvel, Stephen Lang as Magneto, Dove Cameron as Black Cat, and Alexandra Daddario as Rogue. What does that mean? Who knows? But that will be an episode later on down the road. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoy, and we'll see you next week. And yours truly is reminding you to channel your inner hero and look to the stars on Into the Aaronverse.